you again <laughs> it's me it's me man wow okay so let, let me get this straight lg who i just saw in person in the cut in the flesh less than 24 hours ago is not available and gone on vacation and is not able to do this podcast so we are back for week two of you know what I'm actually not going to say your name because in the first mid discord, I took so much shit last week for saying it the way I was saying it. And I'm just <laughs> like, I don't understand what you guys are saying. There, the, the people were questioning why I was so comfortable calling you just chamber. They're like, no dude, that's, that's not how it works. So I don't know if these are people that know you outside of, of, of being on the show last week. Okay. But do you go by a different name than just chamber? Like do people actually call you chamber rec or CR or something like that? No chamber. It's always chamber. <laughs> like that. Okay. So somebody was just trolling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All if right, you so, feel, so, if you're feeling, if you're feeling fun, you can call me Chad, but that's, it's usually no, just chamber. We'll, we'll stay away from that, but welcome back chamber rec for your second week of co-hosting the first mint uh, podcast. It's it's super nice to see you here. I'm looking forward to kind of getting some updates on some of the stuff we talked about last mm -hmm. week from you. Uh, but for those watching on YouTube right now, Chamber, you have to explain your background. Last week we had, man, I don't remember what it was, but it looked like you were in outer space or something like that. I forget what this it was week, like. This week, Straight you're up. either really in your actual bedroom or you've got some kind of like fake bedroom going on in the background. Why don't you tell no, us what's going on back there? So no, this is my this is uh my office slash spare bedroom. Uh, I actually look like I'm in another room in your house. Like in my this, house. Yeah, Whoa. like there's kind of similarities. Like I'm looking at the door. I'm like, I feel like I could just open that door over there and 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 Dude. pop in on your side. If that was some kind of weird thing and you were in another room in my house, that'd be pretty <laughs> wild. But I know for a fact you're not because. I got we got these new curtains for the bedroom, mm -hmm. and they're these kinds of curtains that take away all sunlight. And mm -hmm. what I didn't realize is that I didn't have any idea that the room would be pitch black even during the day. So I was thinking, like morning-wise, for the last like three, four years, I've been sleeping with a pillow over my head. I don't like those sleeping goggle things. First of all, none of them fit me. My head's so big. Like I put them on and I'm just like, what the hell is this? Like I can't sleep with some like goggles on my face or like those sleeping. Um, eyeglass things so I've kind of just find like the thinnest pillow I can find and mm -hmm. I throw it over my head I also have the hearing of what animal can hear really well I don't know maybe a bear I have the hearing of a bear if I'm sitting watching tv in the basement or in the living room I will hear a car door outside it's not even a joke I'm going to use like, that for the rest of my life now I have the hearing of a bear I assume uh, bears <laughs> hear well right because you're walking Probably. through the bush I feel and, like they're and, more smell based 
I think they're a, <laughs> they're, they're more smell based location. Well, let's just say, listen, I, I I watch all those Netflix documentaries on animals. Mm-hmm. I still don't know which animal hears really well, but that whichever animal hears really well, that's me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I think bear. I, okay. I like bear though. I do like bear. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll go with a bear. Now, if, if there's any actual, you know what, LG probably kill us for this because he's like a bear specialist. But, um, and, and, and what was I saying, man? This is all your fault. I got completely derailed here because you enjoyed You killed that me with the, the, he- so the, the hearing of a bear. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so back, oh, no, there was the curtains. So back yes, to the curtains. curtains. I didn't realize that like during the day, it's pitch black. So when I got home today, I said to my daughter, how was your day? She was home alone. And she said, I, for the first time in years, I had to stay downstairs all day because I went by your bedroom and it was pitch black in there and it creeped me the hell out. She was not able to stay anywhere near that bedroom because it's interesting. Just so uh, before you buy, if you're listening, before you buy these so-called curtains that take away all the daylight, it's wonderful on weekend mornings because for the first time ever this past weekend, I slept past like 730 or 8. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was because of that or the fact that I stayed up super late. But either way, I was I managed to sleep. But man, these things are like weird, dude. Like if you enjoy, I, I, I have them in I have them in my office here. I I, I open it. You There's open no up, way eh? you've got those there. You, we wouldn't be able to see you right now. No, but I mean, you can like they're curtains, so like you can open yes. them up. Like you don't have to always. Yeah, have that's them closed. true. Well, uh, so yes, yeah, it, it gets pretty dark. So good thing I didn't put any in here because I have a history on podcast. Before I did the first mint podcast, I used to t- do a podcast called NBA Two K Expose Podcast. Actually, it was actually called the Expose Podcast only. And it was covering the NBA 2K League. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was four or five years ago. And I had a history of just fading into darkness where you would only see my teeth <laughs> on the podcast. Because my lighting at home is so shit, man. <laughs> like LG sent me an entire lighting set Yeah. Um, when we first start, started doing live shows. And I would turn it on. Like I set it up. But, dude, those lights made me look like... Like I couldn't even open my eyes. Like go back and look, and everyone's like, "Dude, are you high?" Like I couldn't. Do you not have a ring? Open. Do you not have a ring light in your face right now? What L? No, I don't. What LG oh, yeah, no, sent me mine. was pure like movie production lighting. It wasn't like a light version of what you'd use for a podcast. Mm-hmm. It was what you use if you want to actually film a movie. Okay, and I was putting this in the room, and I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> I cannot do this." All right, so I would go, you know, natural lighting. But the problem is, these podcasts were recorded like. 8 p.m. ish mm-hmm. and 8 p.m. ish. There's two options. If it's winter time here in Canada, obviously it's yeah. dark. Yeah. If it's anywhere past like mid June in the summer, you're already fading to dark by like 8:45. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you go back and look, I'm telling you right now, there's at least 15 to 20 episodes where all you see is my teeth. I have like guests from all over the world on this thing, <laughs> and I'm the host, and I can't do anything. It's a live podcast, a live show. I can't get up and turn lights on. So I fade to darkness. Um, so yeah, thank God okay. I don't have those curtains in here, man. Let's just put it that way. I think I'll be okay. I love it. I love it. I like I like so, the idea of just chattering cheat chattering teeth. That's right. Uh Chamber, what's new, man? What what's new since last week? Have you been have you been going on threads? And you know, a lot of people enjoyed our conversation last week. I oh, even good. had a comment saying, Well, I'm I don't know if I can say exactly what this person said, but there was someone out there who mm-hmm. will not be named who may have been a contestant to be the co-host, but was not um, that said that was my kind of episode. You guys covered. Oh my God. I got to find the comment. now. You guys covered. What the hell did we talk about last week? This person was so sad. Oh, we talked about threads. Mm -hmm. We we talked about this identifying as cats. I think that got this person very, very excited. Yeah. And I think we talked about, man, I don't remember what else we talked about. Anyways, 
they were super excited. So why don't you give us an update on threads? I'm not going to lie, man. I have not been on threads since we recorded that episode last week, more than opening it and noticing that there's a little search button now. That's all I saw. I didn't see anything else. So I would say I didn't even notice that. So I, I, I would say I've opened it up a couple of times since our last chat. I just feel the momentum's gone. I was given it a week. I think so. I gave it a week. Apparently, there's a search button now, which is great. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think momentum shifted back to Twitter, I think. It's the, it's the exact same. That's the problem, right? It's like... Yeah. And worse. Why, why would you take the kind of dummied down version or kind of the cheapened version of Twitter, right? right? Like why? For what? Right? Unless you can do something else that's super special, I, I don't see it being sustainable. So I still think it was a troll job. I, I think I it's... Really I mean, do. I do think like long-term, it's good to have an option just in case something happens with Twitter. And who knows? You know, Zuck may continue to add to it over the months and years. But I do think it is a good option just in case, you know, worst case scenario happens with Twitter. I think so. I think so, man. But Twitter is, is king. Is. Twitter yeah. is king. Twitter's king. I've actually noticed less ads in the last week. I haven't been blocked out of scrolling by scrolling too much. I don't know if that feature is mm-hmm. completely gone, but I haven't had the warning in a very long time now. Well, that's good. Um, I kind of think Elon probably eased up on a few of those things when, uh, when threads came out. Mm-hmm. But then I'm seeing the same people who were giving the huge like peace out messages on Twitter exactly a week ago, those same people are coming on like Twitter and being like, yo, check me out. I made, I made a badass move this morning. I deleted my threads account <laughs> like a week later. Oh my so goodness. Like, the tidal wave goes back the other way. And it seems that everybody jumps right back on the tidal wave. Uh, but then you got these sports teams. I go, I, like I said, I went on there once and they're still pumping all their info out there. Like, man, they're going full out, you know, posting on every platform they can. So it's not just Facebook. It's not just Twitter. It's it's now they're posting on threads. Like that's a thing, right? Oh and yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's likes, a, but they're still doing it. It's a social media manager's job. If there's a new, you know, if there's a new outlet, they got to be, they got to be posting to everything, right? Like imagine the things we don't like that's true. YouTube shorts. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody's got to post to that. Um, it's not YouTube all YouTube shorts. What the hell yeah. is that, man? Are you referring to like, what was that? What was that thing before TikTok? Remember that old platform? Was like oh, 10 uh, you're talking. Clips? Yeah, no, oh, it was man, I remember that. six seconds and it was six Vine. seconds. It was fine. As soon as I got into that, it was like gone. I was like, oh, damn. But that was like the original, right? Like, I remember. Oh, absolutely. That. Absolutely. And Vine, companies Vine. were starting to use it for like promotional stuff. I remember mm-hmm. that. No, and that was, was just legit. Gone. That was that was pure comedy. Great memes came out of the Vine, Vine generation. Did Vine get bought out? I don't know I, history. I forget what happened. They must have got bought out by somebody who probably turned it into TikTok. That would be my guess on what happened there. Maybe because TikTok, which I don't have, is very, very similar. Um, Are you not? I don't on know TikTok? if I asked you. Did I? Did I ask you last time if you have TikTok? I always ask people this. No, I do have TikTok. Okay, I, it's the second best app on the market right now. Wow. So do you Twitter. lose sleep over TikTok? Like at night, do you just scroll for hours? On it can happen. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. But it is like, I mean, the algorithm figures out what you like. Like you would love it. You would love it. You would absolutely love it. It would just give you stuff that you like. It would give you like sports and whatever, movies, comedy, whatever you like, music. And you just, it's literally, it's anywhere from, you know, a 10 second video to a four minute video. And it's, it's good stuff, man. It's, it's, I like it a lot. I I think it's a great form of entertainment. 
I'm hesitating the way I did early on with Instagram. I was just like, dude, I'm not joining this crap you guys are all on. I'm not. I don't do it. I don't do Instagram. So I do. I do Twitter and TikTok. Now that you do threads, you do Instagram because does it not create you an Instagram account right away? Isn't that what happens if you don't have Instagram? Like when you signed up, it must have signed you up for Instagram. Yes. So I do have an Instagram account. I don't go on there. You don't do it. Okay. Yeah. I do it for uh, like my IRL job. Um, Okay. But uh, not for, you know, not for my fake persona, my fake Web3 persona. Your fake Web3 persona. You know, a lot of people don't know this. And this is a kind of a past I don't get into too much. Um, you might have some internet detectives that go crazy. But I had an online handle. And I'm not going to say in what industry or in what mm-hmm. kind of domain. That was mega, mega, like, popular. And, really? And, like, celebrity status years and years Whoa. and years ago. Yeah. So... You know, I come from a journalism background. I love okay. writing. Um, I, I've been writing for years and I've been doing stuff like that. And I kind of parlayed that with something else and, and became like an internet sensation for a long time, but never under my actual name. So, Interesting. so, so people don't know this and I bet you could search it and find something obviously, but, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was, it's, 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 it's fascinating how much I think now, nowadays, I don't think that'd be possible. Um, I don't think it'd be possible to, completely hide or completely hide behind a, a a person or a name like that an alias because to be popular like you see all these people on twitter that sell sports picks or that uh or that do other stuff and they've got mm-hmm. you know hundreds of thousands of followers you know like all these influencers right. the reason that they are influencers and they have hundreds of thousands of followers is because they found a way to get on camera promote themselves and kind of build their brand that way do you know what i mean absolutely um, I think this day and age, just being someone hidden behind a username would be really tough to, um, you know, to, to build on, to be honest with you. Right. Yeah. I, ca- so I can't like, even think of an example. Like there right are now. none. Like we know yeah. who everybody is now. There's, yeah. you know, even these guys like Deadmau and, and who was the other one with the marshmallow and all that? Like, yeah, I feel like that, you know, they I were, mean, they, there's Banksy, I guess. Yeah. Banksy. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Like, yeah, no, you'll always have some, like we have one here in, in, in Toronto. So there's a rapper out of Toronto, and if AG is listening, I want to talk about AG just for a quick second. AG, known for being completely assaulted and destroyed by LG in that tweet like a long time ago. Do you remember LG telling asking AG if he ever shuts the f up? That no, was I, do rem- I do. I do. Yeah. Remember that. Okay. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but 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 listen, I get along with AG. A lot of people don't like him. I don't have a problem with him. I understand where LG was coming from with that, and that's mm-hmm. that's their own thing, man. Whatever. Yeah, but yeah. anyways, AG would appreciate this. There's a rapper out of Toronto. His name is Pressa. Okay. Okay. And he's part of, you know, the, the Toronto culture, the gangs and all that. Doesn't live here anymore. He's now moved on to the States. He's got a couple of hits that have made it uh, kind of mainstream in the U.S. and Canada now. Anyways, his brother just came out of jail after 10, 12 years in jail. His older brother was a couple of really? years older than him. And when he came out, he decided he was never going to show his face. So he does all these music videos and, and mm-hmm. he goes around town and he's always wearing like a full mask. <laughs> like, Interesting. I'm, I'm just like, if we weren't in the COVID era, would that actually fly? Because I, I actually see guys wearing masks everywhere in this city. Like there's people oh, committing yeah. and, and not just, you know, not just crimes and stuff like that. Because now it's like a free for all, right? People wear masks into a winner's. It's not questioned because of COVID, right? Absolutely. Like, you can get away yeah, with yeah. a lot. But yeah, he, he's gotten away with it so far. But you can actually tell he's like identical twins with his brother. His voice is the same. The eyes are the same. Everything's the same. Really? It's like. Yeah, so I, I don't know what the decision was there. He just doesn't want anyone to ever know what Does he Does he have like. like the Toronto man's accent? Oh my God, absolutely. All those guys <laughs> do, man. 
Although I, I actually so enjoy unique. the it's Toronto so culture of not just hip hop, but everything. I enjoy following so much. Like that rapper Top Five, who's now in jail for murder out of nowhere. I enjoyed following that guy when when he was on social media because guy was such a goofball, right? Like he mm-hmm. stopped the entire highway to film a music video. He got in big shit for that. Yeah. And then he went and like killed somebody. Like, dude, what are you doing? Like, seriously, right? And now you're gone. So, anyways, um, I could follow that for years. It's when it's what's not the, violent. What's the what's the cool prison to go to in Canada? The cool like, prison? Is, yeah. Like, okay. what's the cool? So the prison? one where they were actually this top five guy just filmed a music video from that prison where he's being held for murder. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he's got all his. Boys I heard about this. Stuff. I've heard about yeah, this yeah. guy. So yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's called man. I forgot what it's called, but it's somewhere in the West End. And. Like these gangbangers, they they pray to go there when they get arrested. Like they really? beg to I... go to this. Yeah, man. Because the, one of the guys being held there, also one of the big ringleaders, he filmed himself eating like a huge lobster dinner recently. Like we're talking the full lobster tails and the mashed potatoes. Someone snuck that in for him. I think and, I saw that on and, TikTok. Yeah, man. And exactly. It was on his TikTok. He posted it. These guys actually are posting all over so the social media. You would media. love TikTok. That's what I'm saying. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I I follow enough on Instagram. I feel like there's enough videos on Instagram. But while we're on the subject of Toronto, this came up with my parents in LG when we saw them yesterday. Have you been following the Toronto mayor race that kind of ended recently? I have, Olivia Chow winning. Okay. So to to keep this really short, uh, Chamber, so we have a a history, again, in Toronto of pretty wild mayors. All right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah, we could say that. (laughs) I think everyone's familiar with Doug Ford. Sorry, with Rob Ford, Doug's brother. Robbie. Because he he even made it to the Jimmy Kimmel show where Mm -hmm. he was bombed out of his mind. He was saying all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, You know, again, if you don't know Rob Ford, just look him up. Just a real dude. He's he's dead now. But we're talking former drug dealer with his brother. who came up through the trenches. Right. And when he was elected mayor, he just did crazy shit over and over and over again. That made the news over and over and over again. My, and he kind of became favorite, the, what's, what's your favorite Rob Ford line? Okay. I so my, I got mine. my favorite Rob Ford moment. Yeah. We've shown it on the podcast or on the show. It has okay. to be when he was in that Jamaican restaurant in Rexdale mm-hmm. and he was just rapping in Patois, which is their language. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember like, that one. And I don't even know who he was speaking to. He was just addressing everybody in the restaurant. Uh, that or when he chased down one of the counselors in like the, the House of Commons for Toronto type deal. Yes. And he destroyed that lady. Like he ran into her and ran her over like a linebacker. Yeah. Uh, and my third favorite is the one where he was trying to play football at Nathan Phillips Square at mm-hmm. City Hall. <laughs> and so he much. took a snap from someone and he rolled like five times on the ground. Like yeah. he just couldn't stop rolling. There's so, there's so many great moments because you said those three. I'm like, man, those are great moments. My favorite is uh, when he was questioned about like, uh, I think it was like a, you know, uh, uh, extramarital affair. No, and it, and he's <laughs> and oh, he, I know where the, you're going. The famous line, uh, <laughs> "I have more than enough to eat at home," uh, which I thought was oh my god, chef's kiss. Uh, oh one of the best god. lines. That, that is his best line. I think they made t-shirts <laughs> out of that. So, um, it, you know what? It's just a mayor. So for me, that's very entertaining. And I kind of, you know, a part of me was hoping Chris Sky would win just so we could be entertained for Absolutely, a long yeah. time. Uh, but Chris Sky is a whole other story. So that was that was a political battle that uh, that can be talked about. I think, but I anyways, think long term, it's better that the outcome. Oh, you have to have stability. Was. Yes. No, no. Yeah, you have to have stability at some point. So Rob Ford, did, Rob Ford was for the people. That's what I liked about him. Okay, <laughs> every decision he made was for the people. He just didn't know how to act outside of uh, what he did. Like for me, that's kind of my feelings with Donald Trump too. I love a lot of the stuff that Donald Trump did, no matter what people say. 
but it's his delivery on things that got him where he where he is right and the way he did things the way he said things he's kind of another rob ford but like times 100 where he just yeah. says and does crazy shit that he i would argue rob do, ford's right? so, more outlandish than yeah <laughs> rob ford's a whole different story. rob yeah. ford's a legend man he's a total yeah, legend legend. So, legend so anyway so now we were handed olivia chow in trump mm -hmm. okay she just won the recent election and one of her first moves so for those who don't know the transit system here is called the TTC. For the last year and a half or two years, we've had tons of issues with extreme violence. We're not just talking like, you know, fights and shootings and stabbing. We're talking a, an international student was lit on fire on, yeah. on the subway and killed. That way she died. Uh, another guy was stabbed to death multiple times. Was it, in the wasn't heart. there an acid attack too on the TTC? That was the one. Sorry, it wasn't yeah. lit on fire. It was an acid attack. Yeah. She was attacked by some crazy guy who just poured acid all over her and killed her. Another guy was stabbed in the heart, just waiting with his buddy on a bench near the subway or the train, uh, whatever it was, by a random that stabbed him. It's, it, it's ongoing where every single day something happens where someone gets assaulted. There are also kids going around turning fireworks on on TTC buses and trains yeah. and just shooting everybody in there with fireworks. But it's it's we, we're on probably the worst streak we've ever been in on in Toronto in terms of violence and incidents on the transit system. So Olivia Chow, one of the first things she did when she was elected as the new mayor of Toronto, mm -hmm. and something actually there was actually an incident that happened the day before where there's a video out there. If you go look at TTC subway stabbing, you will find a disturbing video of two guys in a fist fight where one guy is actually beating the shit out of the other guy until the other guy pulls out a knife, stabs him. The other guy doesn't even know until he sees the blood. He runs away from the other guy. The guy chases him down and stabs him like a million times. He did not die, but it was on video. So it made it public. So Olivia Chow, the day after that, makes an announcement that her big solution to mm -hmm. curb all the shootings, the stabbings, the beheadings, the acid attacks, all that on Toronto's transit system is to send counselors on the transit system to deal with these incidents. So not the police, not any armed security guards, or not even yeah. security guards, but she wants to send counselors who apparently when these two guys are in the fist fight and the knife gets pulled, this counselor is going to stand up and say, hey, before you stab that guy in front of you, let's talk. Okay, this this is the message I'm getting. So, and, and the reason I talk about it is because my, my kids take the TTC. My kids take the transit. Right. And I'm sick and tired of having to worry about them all the time and telling them, Hey, travel in big groups. Don't mm -hmm. talk to people, stay away from people. I, I mean, we rode transit our entire lives to go to school and we never had issues. Uh, it's not as bad as, as it is now. We've become one of the worst cities in the world for, for crimes on the, the transit system. So for me, for her to, you know, like I'm thinking if I was the mayor, dude, I would have been announced like SWAT teams patrolling the freaking. Yeah. I mean, I, I <laughs> Does the TTC have its own security currently? Like TTC, they security? do, but the problem is they can't be on every single car. Right. I think you just, right? I think you just up that number of total. You know what I mean? You give yeah. them bigger budget. They can staff more people. You know, do they necessarily have to be armed? I don't. I don't think so. Um, no, that, that, but you know, Chamber. Hey, let's get it straight. We're both Canadian. That's yeah. the American way. Okay. Yeah. Any American listening to this, I know exactly your reaction, guys. Especially you guys in the south. Your reaction is. Well, if everyone on that train or that subway was armed, right. then you could all shoot the guy. <laughs> but if we start shooting the guy, the, yeah, then that's, it's not right? good. No, then somebody else will get shot and then probably, probably shoot. It's back very, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. You know, it is pretty difficult to still get guns in Canada. 
as many as there are it in is. certain cities. That's right. Like it's not easy. It's not easy to get guns. So um yeah, I think I think, you know, counselor, maybe not the maybe not the number one priority. I would say just maybe increase security, that kind of thing. But I'm just some lowly, you know, some lowly peasant in uh southwestern Ontario here. I'm yeah, not in the I, big city. I just don't see myself if I'm seeing like a shooting, I don't see myself like calling the eight hundred <laughs> number for the counseling line before I call nine one one. It's true. Hey, can you send us someone on, you know, cart five <laughs> sub, subway approaching York mill station? We need, we need someone here. Guys are shooting at each other. I don't think so. Um, I think council would be more for things like suicides and things like that. And I think, which is an, another major issue with, with, with transit system here, it's been an issue for years. Um, I think that would be more along the lines of that, but anyways, that's what's going on in Toronto right now. We have a new mayor. The last mayor was, was thrown out of here in disgrace for having an affair with a much younger woman got busted, tried to quit. Everyone told him, don't quit, stick around, we don't care. He quit anyways and left the city in financial shambles for years and years and years to come. Do you think he just didn't want to do it anymore? Oh, dude, he was. it was about to be exposed how much money was like really in in, in the deficit bucket for Toronto. So he was like, yeah, let me just bail because let's face it, you're never going to hear from the guy for a long time. We don't even know what he's doing right now, right? So, yeah. The scandal was a perfect out for Mr. John Tory. Although I have to say, when he jumped in the water with that Raptors shirt or that Raptors, like mm-hmm. it was like a vest or something. I think he, yep. he jinxed the Raptors for years to come when he did that. So um, I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, uh, kind of wild. That. Okay. On the subject of basketball, and we might as well jump into this right now because a lot of our listeners love NBA Top Shot. The great unlocking started a couple of days ago, Chamber. Oh, really? Have you been following that? I have I have not. Explain okay. what, what is this great unlocking? So for those who don't know, and I'm sure all of you do by now, about a year ago, Top Shot told everybody, hey, you can now lock your moments and you will receive, you know, some sort of incentive for doing it over time. Mm-hmm. The more you lock, the better. The more you lock sets, the more this, the more that. When you lock a moment on Top Shot, it stays locked for 365 days. Okay. <sighs> and those 365 days for whoever locked on day one, they are over now. A lot has happened on Top Shot in the last year, okay? Uh, in the last year, people, you know, week after week have said, as soon as my moments are unlocked, I am out of here. Right. I'm either going to give them away. I'm either going to burn all of them and just, you know, whatever, sell all of them, take the cash and run and be gone. So now the time has come for people to put their money, their money where their mouths are and start selling everything. And I've actually, I've actually started to see a couple of things pop up here and there. I know Mike Zakarian is actually doing a show tomorrow, I believe tomorrow, Wednesday, for his great unlocking. And AG, really? who is being brought up for the second time on this show, <laughs> has been doing giveaways now for the last two or three hours where he threw he hold on. I gotta pull up what, what it says here. I gotta pull this up. He is doing like trivia every like 20 minutes, giving away every single one of his moments. Really? And it is called, hold on, let, let me tell you exactly what he does. It's called Fade to Black NBA Top Shot Moments Giveaway. <sighs> he did 44 of them today before he stopped, where he would ask things like, who holds the NBA record for fouling out in just three minutes of action? Things like that. And I guess the first to answer wins whatever moment he chose to give away for that kind of question. So I don't know your current Top Shot situation, uh, Chamber. 
but have you ever locked moments? Like, are you, familiar I have, with this whole I have never locked a moment. Wow. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you would like, why were people locking them? Because was it to create like a false sense of like, yeah, well, uh, that they wouldn't sell. That was their way of kind of keeping people is promising that there would be rewards for locking. And there were like, if you locked a whole set, you were rewarded. You know, if that set was coming up and there was another pack drop you'd, and you had a locked set from the previous season, yeah. you would receive like 10 free packs, you know, something okay. like that. Okay. Um, just, just small things like that. Right. But, but, at, but at the end of the day, people kind of realize they're like, well, wait a second. Now yeah. I'm stuck like this for a whole year. Absolutely. Cause a year ago, the financial situation on top shot was much different than it is now. Like oh, things yeah. have gone down even more. So if you locked and then in August you were like, well, wait a minute, I, I see where this is going. I need to sell everything. You were stuck for another year with your moments locked. And there was no like sending a DM saying, Hey, I have a family emergency. I need the money. Can you just like, let me unlock. Right. No, there was none of oh, that. It's a there contract. Was, it's a, it's a contract. Nope. But okay. So it was a contract, but in recent challenges, they started letting people burn moments that were locked, which is completely against really whatever they promoted in the first place when you lock it you were supposed to be able to do nothing with it right but then they kind of move the goalposts and they're like well all right for this challenge you because you know what they were doing they were doing challenges where they were asking people to burn moments and everyone was messaging them saying well how can i burn them when they're locked right. we're all locked up here we can't even participate in this i'm not buying another one so then they're like okay well your locked moments can now be burned right so um that's yeah, tough kind of what's, moving the goalposts out of, out of curiosity what's the What's the most egregious moment you ever purchased? Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you mine, and I'll tell you my son's actually because <laughs> he was in the game at the same time I was. Uh -huh. And for a kid who was, I guess, seventeen or eighteen, at the, I shouldn't say that because my daughter's account got banned. So she had—I told you, right? She had the—I uh -huh. I don't know if yeah. I told you, but yeah, she had the account. She got banned for not being of age. She went to do the verification, like they told her, and they uh -huh. banned her um, from Top Shot because she was twelve. And they're like, "You're not allowed to be 12. I'm like, "Okay, so hold on." So her $800 Jamal Murray in there just gets burned like that. You guys right. are closing the account. That's crazy. Right. At least send it to me and, and yeah, let exactly. me, you know, cash it out or hold it for her, whatever until she's 18 or whatever age it is. They're like, nope, we have to close the account. It's not reversible. Uh, we'll send you a couple of free packs you can open with her and enjoy. I'm like, what? All right. Anyways, I never made a big deal out of that. Um, but anyway, so he in the middle of the big pump when we we're doing all these live mm -hmm. shows, my son had accumulated a lot of balance just like everybody else. Like We were literally all playing with play money. Looking right. back now, if I had eight or nine grand US in my account, I wouldn't be looking to buy the next big thing and turn it into even more money. I'd be like, man, I'm holding that until we are able to withdraw, right? Yes. Like looking back, if there's one person out there that during the biggest pump sold their entire account and kind of kept that money in there, they're talking business right now. Some of our accounts are in the millions of dollars. Oh, you know yeah. What I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Man, unbelievable. But anyways, that didn't happen. My son bought a Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> what was it man it had to be like a metallic a, gold okay. i don't know something like that for like 2200 for the knicks i'm guessing no it was with was it the, it was it the mavs i think it was the mavs it was the mavs to be so anyways he bought i don't know if it was tim hardaway no shit who was it oh man i don't know did tim hardaway jr ever play for the mavs yeah yeah he, yeah, he did yeah, yeah he, he did. did he did yeah so it was tim hardaway jr um 2200 us oh okay and, oh. But that was a cheap one at the time. That was like really? one of the cheap ones. And he was like, man, this this is a bargain. Like this will turn into even more. My now, worst, looking at it. It's my like, worst what? one was um, I bought a, in, in the peak, I bought the first, it wasn't, it was like a regular moment. 
like it wasn't a like a fancy one but it was the it was the only tail and horton tucker oh, one available oh. and i spent like 290 300 bucks okay. something like right. that but i mean it's just offensive like it's <laughs> probably worth 30 cents now you know what i mean not even yeah yeah so i was i was i i held a lot of luca just yeah. base moments the 60,000 ones, okay, or whatever it was. Well, maybe it was less than that, 40,000 in season two. I had like eight of them. And when everything was crashing, I had like major anxiety selling each one for 700 bucks because they had been worth like double that. So I was selling them for 700 US, like I'm flooring them. Yeah. And and I was just like, man, I'm so mad at myself for doing this. Like I, I just sold eight of them for 700 US mm-hmm. on the floor. And looking a, back at what that, what a great move! <laughs> <laughs> great move. Had had uh-huh. I not reused those funds on buying, like God knows what, man, I can't mm-hmm. even remember what I bought. Right, buying. I know we can't bottom. think like that, but like, man, it's if there's one thing I'd love to go back. Like, I'm serious. If I'm thinking lifetime in my life, if there's one moment I'd like to go back on, maybe financially, with all the bad decisions I've ever made financially in in the first place, yeah, it would maybe be. To go back to February of that year, my account read like, you know, almost 100K US. Yep. And <laughs> just cashing the hell out, man. <laughs> it's like, now, was that the first um, bull market like euphoria you've ever really participated in? I think so. I, like I said before, it's because it, it's difficult. It's difficult to navigate if it's your it first, is. second, even third yep. time, honestly. I got smarter after. So, like, when, when, you know, when that was my first experience with any kind of market, I'm not going to lie. I'm not into mm-hmm. stocks or anything or anything right. like that. So when LG brought me into Top Shot, right when the podcast started, mm-hmm. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Didn't know anything. Um, I wasn't into crypto like LG was. I was, you know, again, it took me months to figure out Top Shot by itself. I'm like, I still don't right. understand what Mint means. I don't understand what this means, you know, and getting into ETH stuff. Holy shit, dude, you should be right. making fun of me. I didn't get into ETH stuff for like a year after that. And, and when I did, I was so, like, you were in top shot for a year, not just top shot. I was the biggest flow maxi on the planet for the simple fact that I was able to use my debit or credit card to buy everything okay. and just do it that which way. is, which is good. Sure. But this whole, no, but I missed out on a lot. <laughs> yeah, you okay? did. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't know if you've heard this before, but there's a, <laughs> a story out there. So when, after we started the podcast and everybody listening, I promise has heard this. So I'll keep it short. Yeah. But when we started the podcast. I kept throwing all these things at LG. Did you see this? Did you see that? He'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's all good. I said, one day I sent him a message. And if I scroll my text, I have to scroll thousands of them. I would probably find it. I said to LG, like, dude, why does everyone have these monkeys on their profile picture? Like, there's these ape things that everyone's talking about. And they're getting them for, like, pretty cheap. They're, like, two, three hundred bucks. Like, at the time, it wasn't that cheap. But I was like, you know, that's, mm-hmm. like, why does everybody have these? Everyone on our timeline... And I'm new. Like I came to Twitter with 500 followers. Yeah. I went on the first mint. I started doing the first mint with LG, and I got. I went to like to 12, 13,000. Yeah, yeah. Right. Within within a year. Yeah. So I was used to talking to myself, and I was used to not really following anybody of significance other than all the sports stars in Toronto and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. So I started seeing these monkeys, and I sent LG a text. I'm like, dude, what the hell is going on with these apes? They're everywhere. Should we get some? Okay. His exact words. <laughs> Where something along the lines of no, forget that. <laughs> Nobody will give a fuck about them in a week. He said by Friday. Sorry, by Friday. This was like on a Monday or Tuesday. So you know what? 
I said, every move I've ever followed, like I used to listen to the first mint podcast early on, take hand notes. Cause LG would give these little nuggets on which players to buy. And they would like skyrocket. Right. And I was making my money like that. Like I'd buy a Jokic for 20 bucks by the next yeah. day. It was like 40. I was like, wow, here we go. Easy. I doubled my money. Right. Yeah. So I religiously listened to LG when it came to stuff like that. And rightfully so. But he and and he will always regret telling me that because if he had just said, yeah, sure, give it a shot, I probably would have got like, you know, four or five of them for the hell of it. And I feel like that would have been maybe not life changing, but it would have been game changing. Listen. Now, now would I have held them to the top? That's the whole whole point. I would have bailed a week later for sure. So so I'm pretty deep. I'm pretty deep (laughs) into this, you know, uh, PFP culture. And uh, I mean, yeah, I I was, uh, you know, one of my co-hosts texted me one night. Um, I happened to be like, I think it was like on the couch. Like I was kind of passed out and he's like, Oh, these, these, um, you know, board apes are, oh, they're, man. they're almost done minting out. So-and-so just tweeted about it. And it was like, honestly, it was probably like one in the morning here and he's on the West coast. And I was just like, okay, I'll just look at it in the morning and you know, whatever. Yeah. And they, they ended up selling out, you know, overnight. And I was just like, ah, they sold out. Let's see what happens. And all of a sudden it was just like, you know, it was 0.25. It was 0.5. I'm like, oh shit, like this is going. I ended up grabbing a couple at like 0.7, maybe Ethereum. But you're 100% right. Like I'm, I'm yeah. here to make, I'm here to make money. So this yeah. was an opportunity, right? Like I, I've gone through a couple of different cycles, um, and I can't stop myself sometimes from making bad decisions. But you know, more, more often than not, I can make some smart decisions. So. I had you know three or four of them, and then I sold them all for like five ETH each. Okay, it, it was sure. great. It was great. Sure. But I could have had five hundred yeah. ETH. That's right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, that, it's that's me, dude. That would have been me, hundred percent. I wouldn't have been able to resist at five. I've been like, yeah, I'm out. Of course, we're making we're making <laughs> what ten grand a freaking oh. monkey picture? Come on, okay, I'll take you know. That's right. Well. Uh, yeah, I know you can't look back at that, but I think no. that that one will always sting just for the simple fact that I feel like if I was more familiar with ETH, I would probably wouldn't even even asked LG. I would have just done it. Yeah. But here's the thing. Had he told me, yes, do it or do whatever you want. I would have had no clue how to buy these things. It took me forever to like figure out everything from how to convert money to Ethereum, all these gas fees, how to press the buttons at the right time and how with the I, I'm I was so lost with that. So You'll the community went crazy. Never again, by the, way. the community went nuts when I first jumped in. Either like, yo, hold on a second. The real field these in ETH stuff. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm so cool. Here's what I'm buying. And it was like the worst stuff ever. Like I was buying <laughs> everything I was buying was kind just, of like just, just, just turning worst. into nothing. I bought something called, I, I always joke I've, about I've it. I purchased terrible stuff. So it, it's awful, right? Like I was purchasing just random shit, man. Like, and then, and then. I finally got into ETH. People were gifting me stuff. Like I got some cool gifts. Oh yeah. Um, the the is it the Doge Pound? Is it Dog Pound? Doge yeah, pound? yeah, yeah. Anyways, we we used to have Crypto Babe all the time on mm-hmm. our show, and when she was part of the founding team for those, she was like to me and LG. She's like, here, I'll give you guys like five each if you want. And LG had always told me like, dude, be careful when you take gifts. It'll always come with you know expectations. Sure. And, and people will maybe look at you differently. So this was when I was really green. Now I would tell LG to F off. I'm taking all five. 
Absolutely. But I was like, no, thank you so much for the offer. It's all good. <laughs> you know, shit like that. You said that, no, don't say I said no me. because he told me, dude. <laughs> he, oh, listen, the first mint was doing so well back then. Yeah, yeah. We already had so much stuff coming our way that he's like, just be careful with freebies. That's probably. and that's honestly, that's probably right? good advice for the moment for sure. No, seriously, it was like like we the things people offered us at the time. Now, of course, looking back, I'm like, dude, I would have said yes off. to everything. Yeah. Take everything. <laughs> take, take, take everything. Screw everybody. Um, but no, back then I was like, no, no, I was all polite, you know, like things. She vanished anyways, but she was willing to give us like five each or whatever. That's amazing. So I was like, okay, well, yeah. But back then they figured, you know what, if we give them stuff, they'll promote them. That was the mm-hmm. thought totally. process. But, you know, looking back, I wish I did. So anyways, what happened was a lot of people get, gifted me stuff. Just, they didn't even ask. They just put it in my, 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 I guess my ETH account, whatever the hell it's called. My, yeah, no, sorry, my OpenSea, whatever. Yeah, your ETH my wallet. Crypto, yeah, my yeah. ETH wallet. So, yeah. and then that Christmas... Um, the ENS <laughs> thing happened right before yep. Christmas. That whole ENS thing happened. LG actually purchased the real Phil D dot ETH for me mm-hmm. and sent it to me. And then he's like, dude, if you like, you can do the redemption now for those coins. When those coins, I don't, I don't yeah, remember yeah. what that was. Me, I'm freaking out. I'm looking at the, the, like the conversion thing. I'm like, yo, I can get 10 grand right now. Like, this is crazy. So I'm, pre- he's, I'm pressing all the buttons. I'm trying to do the conversion. So I go on my phone. I'm, I'm I'm in that like portal to convert my coins to actual money. Yeah. And I can smell the money, dude. I'm so excited. I'm like, yeah, here we go. Right before Christmas, 10 grand. This is amazing. Yeah, amazing. So I click on my MetaMask on my phone and it's just like not going. So I delete the app oh. off my phone because I'm like, you know what? This thing is, this is a piece of shit. I'm so mad right now. Every time, and I didn't realize at the time it's because the gas kept changing. Mm-hmm. so it wasn't accepting me hitting the like transaction right button. Yeah, yeah yeah i know what you yeah mean. well i didn't know this i'm like dude this thing is malfunctioning i'm gonna kill somebody okay so, so i kept malfunctioning <sighs> i delete the app i go back in and every time i've gone into my metamask app it's always asking me for a password which i know it's all good, absolutely right? yeah, yeah i delete the app and what is it asking me for seed phrase yeah what the fuck is a seed phrase i'm like no <laughs> i knew what a seed phrase was but i'm like hold on a second dude i don't have a seed phrase I, I don't where did i put this i wrote it down somewhere the first day and lg specifically told me he's like dude when you open that wallet okay you need to use this special thing called locker whatever and mm-hmm. lock your stuff in there and me i'm like yeah 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 all good right didn't, i obviously didn't do that but everything he had gifted me because he was gifting me stuff to get me started on on sure stuff arsenic was gifting me stuff he gifted me one of those pac-man heads from genies that were worth like Man, they were worth a lot of ETH at the time. And there was only 40 of them. And he gifted me one. Um, all those things were in there. And and my excitement just to convert those damn ENS coins to 10 grand got me locked out of that account forever. So <laughs> That's heartbreaking. Dude, That's... I went through my phone because I'm like, my style is to take a picture of a seed phrase. And I know yeah. I did, but I don't know where it went. <laughs> it's, it wasn't in there. And I did everything in my power. Like, I think I didn't sleep for like five days after that. So that money stayed in limbo in that transfer portal there. Okay. That's and I lost everything in my ETH wallet because it's it's still there. If you look it up, it's still there. It's just stuck, dude. Like it's there. And you and and I wrote the messages and there's nothing they can do. I even got like a tech pro to go through the history of the computer I had used. The one time I went into my son's PC and, and went into MetaMask from there. They're like, if you logged in from MetaMask just one time from there, then you'll be able someone will be able to retrieve it. Yeah. Well, he had cleaned out the whole memory because that's what kids do at that age. They play these video games and they clean out memories and they go nuts trying to reprogram all sorts of shit. Dude, I don't think I've had such a low moment 
maybe in I don't know how many years then when that because I was just getting into ETH and then everything mm-hmm. was gone, right? Like I'm like, all right, well, I guess this I go, what kind of bullshit is this? What kind of planet do we live on where I can't like use a password retrieval of some kind, you know? But you can't. It's just not how it works. I, I think eventually we'll get there, but I think, you know, I learned my lesson the hard way that time. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Weird. I mean, well, I think that, you know, it, it's tricky, right? Specifically with, with cryptocurrency. The, the beauty part is, is, is it's decentralized, mm-hmm. but the, you know, so you're in charge of everything, but unfortunately you're also in charge of security, uh, which is, um, yeah. you know, it <laughs> can be, brutal. it can be tough sometimes. Uh, I actually got, my house got broken into um back in 2020 Uh-oh. and you know some shit got you know lot, lots of stuff got stolen um mm. and my laptop was one of them oh no so i transferred a bunch of stuff over um and it took like maybe a month and i thought everything was good like a month had gone by and all of a sudden, like I see like five ETH out of my wallet, like just oh. disappear. And I'm like, well, that's strange. I'm like, where'd that go? And sure enough, I'm like, oh shoot, like they were doing like a test run. So I had to start moving stuff so fast. So they yeah, I mean it's it's crazy. Um, that's crazy, man. Yeah, it, it's you gotta that's like be my careful. worst fear. That that yeah. actually happened recently with a bank account too of mine, where it's just random. People these thieves and these like scammers have crazy ways of accessing your stuff. And, and, and it's, it's scary, man. Like, honestly, it is, like security is like prime right now. So I actually listened to LG pretty closely last time. He gave me so much shit, man. After that happened, he was just like, dude, what the hell did I tell you? Very first thing, you know, he's like, I swear I told you, man, lock that thing up. Like you yeah. got to keep it somewhere. Even now when I open new wallets and stuff, man, I just throw the seed phrase somewhere. I'm not that careful. Yeah, yeah. I don't plan on keeping anything, I'm but not, like, I'm not, I'm not the best still, like, it's oh, 2023. but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, this is good advice because I tell people this all the time. I've gone through four, five, six cycles now where I'm learning every time, right? It's, you know, I, I got in with, you know, Bitcoin and Ethereum and all coins and learned some hard lessons there. But the, the best lesson I've learned, honestly, is when things are good, when you're getting euphoric. Mm-hmm. And when I'm saying euphoric, you start thinking about stuff. Like when your account was at, you know, 100K, 200K, and <sighs> you, you start thinking about things, right? You're like, oh, what am I going to do with this? Oh, yeah. you're showing your wife or you're showing, you know, yeah. oh, check this. Look what my account's worth now. These are red flags. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is, so next time it happens, do you get excited? It might not be with NFTs. <laughs> it might be with something else. And you start thinking about all of the, it means we're close to the top. And the best thing you can do is when you have an account, like that's getting up, you know, when you start getting hundred K plus, start taking money out. Especially here in Canada, it's very simple. You get yourself a, a financial planner, and you take money out of your account. Might not not all of it, but give it to somebody who's going to put it into the legacy markets, mm-hmm. into into RSPs, mm-hmm. into TFSAs, into you know your kids are in in school now, but into you know education funds and stuff like that for your kids. That way, like I have so much, I could still lose everything today, and be like very happy that. I've taken money out of the, you know, the ecosystem and is, is somewhere very safe where I don't need to worry about it. I have passwords for everything. I have people taking care of it for me, but that's the best thing you can do is when things get, when your number gets real, it starts cooking, take some, 
take some off the table. You don't have to take all of it off the table, but take some off the table. You're going to feel great about it a couple of years down the line. That's good advice. Is that financial advice or not financial advice? Everybody's scared to give financial advice. You don't shy away from that. That's good financial advice. Take some money off the table. That is pretty good, man. There's nothing wrong Uh, with that. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with good. Exactly. Not uh, not telling everybody to buy Bitcoin. As long as you came away with something, I think you did well in the space. Doesn't have to be. I mean, sure, we all made mistakes along the way. But if you came out with something, man, like I think you you did well. Like you said, you're you're kind of money based. I I feel like that too. Like the sports stuff, I collect just for fun now. I've moved to that next phase where I don't think about making money anymore. Right, and that saved me a lot. I think because it saved me actually a lot of you know anger. kind of management stuff because so many people were so angry at top shot when it stopped making the money and for me it was just like okay i missed the boat on this i still made some money and i did i was able to withdraw some good money um but now i'm just collecting for the hell of it i don't have expectations so i'm not one of those who's gonna be selling off the right. entire collection because i only own stuff that i want to own and i don't give a shit if it's not worth more than a dollar do you know what i'm saying 100%. so that's my thinking. And I try and do that with uh, with everything. Now, speaking of ETH projects, we don't discuss ETH projects too much here, but I couldn't help but seeing over the last couple of days on my timeline, nonstop, mm-hmm. over and over again, these new like Gumby looking things uh-huh. that Thread Guy was posting. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I looked them up and I all, honestly cannot even pronounce the name. It's like, hold on, I have it here. It's, it it's Opepin. Is that yeah, what it O-Pepin. is? Yeah, Opepins. Opepins. Yeah. What the hell are Opepins, dude? And, uh, and should and, and what's the whole story? Because I tried to educate myself on what Thread Guy did. Mm-hmm. I saw everybody congratulating him on the big bonus and the big money, but I didn't think that he was the founder of Opepins. No, he partnered. So what's the with, story with that? So Jack Butcher, okay. uh, who's an artist, like a, an mm-hmm. actual artist, who pivoted over into Web three. Uh, right. If you're familiar with like checks, they were a couple months yes. ago. They they had a really yes. really big, um, you know, a, a, a big run up. Um, so I don't know all of the story, but basically what happened is is um, Jack partnered with Thread Guy for this, I think uh, a, a specific um, brand of Opepins for Thread Guy and his followers. Man, um, but. You know, yeah, did they make some money? Is it, it good? Everybody made money, it sounded like. So, you know, I'm happy for everybody. Um, I'm not here to tell people to start buying <laughs> NFTs again because, uh, you know, I have, you know, we're on an NFT show. I have my own NFT show. Uh, I, I do think it's a Web3. I think Web3 is what we need to be talking about and right. ways to make money there. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, don't be good, don't go chasing pumps on nfts right now uh because it is not where you want to be the volume is not there there are too many people underwater right now mm-hmm. that right. i mean yep. it's it's just not a good decision so mm-hmm. um it sounds like everybody made made money through thread guy that's great uh i'm happy for them thread guy is really uh it, it honestly is a really good uh you know, a really good um, proponent of the Web3 community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he does a really good job. He's he's here all the time. Um, so good for him. But yeah, I'm not here to, yeah. I, I, I don't have any hot NFT tips right now. And so, I'm not looking to purchase any right now either. So the story with Thread Guy, I just read it real quick because I yeah. had seen a post earlier and I didn't have time to read it because I was driving. So I saw the story now. It's that 
the the person that owns like the most expensive or sorry the person who's the hev- most heavily invested in opepins mm-hmm. with like 700 of them contacted thread guy and offered him $40,000 to i think have his, their opepin as a as profile his, picture right, yeah. for 3 months okay is that free, what it was for 3 months yes free okay. money is what it says okay yeah Thread guy turned it down because we all know he's still on that um, uh, Jenkins salary of like, God knows how much <laughs> That's I right. with that. That's right? a good point. Uh, so he doesn't really need to do things <laughs> like this. Um, yeah. Six figures apparently is what they say. I don't really know. But anyways, I know he's doing well for himself. So apparently he turned that down and then he contacted that guy that you just said. Or because that guy apparently has the rarest Opepin or something like that. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Jack, Jack thread, guy, thread guy went ahead and changed his profile picture to that guy's Opepin, the most rare one, mm-hmm. without getting paid for it. And then that guy, Jack Butcher, decided to honor him by, I guess, allowing a mint of that. Right. A, a, like a side mint of that Opepin, the most rare one, for two. What was it? 20 cents each or two dollars two dollars yeah two dollars when you convert the eth and 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 i guess giving the proceeds to thread guy which turned out that in the first i guess 24 to 48 hours thread guy has made like 60 or 70 thousand dollars and it might even hit a hundred thousand (laughs) dollars so great decision by thread guy if that's indeed what happened to turn down the initial that offer. sounds very familiar to what I heard. I couldn't remember and, exactly. And, but and he's got people buzzing again, like I haven't seen in a long time for an ETH project. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is how it works, man. It kind of shows you the power of Web3 when it comes to, you know, getting things kind of lighting a fire when there is when you know we know when you don't have even matches to make it happen. Because others yeah. have tried and nobody gives a shit right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild, man. That's pretty wild. I, I, I'm intrigued. I'll put it that way. But I don't think it's enough for me to mint. And, you know, I see everyone posting saying, join the culture. No. All right. But don't join how the many culture. have been minted now? Like hundreds of thousands. Of yeah, <laughs> Listen, if you're not already in it, it's too late. If if you hear us talking about it. Yeah, I've always late. said that, man. <laughs> it's too late. You need to be the one talking about it. You need to be the guy or the gal saying, hey, hey, Phil, hey, Chamber. Check out well, this thing. You know what I mean? That, it, that's what you hey, need to do. Hold on, though. Because when we had the Doodles team on one of our live shows, they were in the back of an Uber because that's, mm-hmm. like, how much they cared about being on our show is they just, like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it at 7. We'll, like, all right, we'll just pick up the call on our phones <laughs> and go on the show. Seriously, they were in the back of an Uber. Maybe okay. that's a good thing. Like, maybe they and wanted like, to be on the show so bad. <laughs> these guys are like, whatever. We'll just answer <laughs> the call. And, and, and back then, when they came on, like, Doodles were just starting up. They were nothing, man. Like oh, really? We're I? talking. Oh yeah, they were like, man, nobody. Did nobody you guys get involved? I didn't. Listen, I told you my my stance with ETH projects, man. I was like, dude, I I I want to get involved. I just have no clue what the hell I'm doing. Okay, so I'm gonna let LG just like get a bunch and maybe he'll give me one. <laughs> I don't know. Like that was, that was my mentality back then. <laughs> so anyways, hey, LG, I will say this: LG did get me into that disastrous Doodles party at NFT NYC last mm-hmm. year with his Doodles. Now I, I wish I never got in there, but um. Wasted an entire night sitting there waiting for chain smokers and had to listen to, you know, their CEO just have the, the, you know, the big fanboys and fangirls like fainting yeah. when he was on stage. Anyways. Really? Um, yeah. So, but, <laughs> so, but they just go show you at the time we talked about doodles, 
but mm -hmm. it, it, doodles wasn't even known back then. Right. right. It was kind of just starting up and, um, but that's kind of what the first mint was about. It wasn't for projects where things had already just gone bonkers. It was more for people who wanted to introduce their projects. We found them interesting. So we'd bring them on to talk about it and, uh, and see what happens. But, you know, Chamber, like, what are we doing here? I, I, I know these Opepins went nuts, but that was kind of just for fun. I don't think anybody expects to make big money off of these. But do you think, like, we'll eventually have another, you know, Bored Apes or another Doodles or, you know, something that makes people good money and that becomes kind of viral um, to the point where you have a community like Bored Apes who are now apparently going to Hong Kong yes. for Ape Fest. Dude. We had skipped all the events this year, but we said, you know what? When they announced Ape Fest, we are going to that shit because we loved it last year in New York. And now it's like in Hong Kong. <laughs> I'm not going Does who's got the ape though? Oh, LG's got a mutant. Okay. All right. That gets you in. That gets you in. <laughs> but but it's not that. You know what? In New York, I was able to find so many people that are like, yeah, yeah, I got apes, man. I got a free pass to get in. Come on in yeah. with me. I was I was That's just awesome. writing off everybody, right? So um, but yeah, so what, what what's next for ETH projects and 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 kind of things like that, man? Because I mean what you know, what I what I'm I don't doing know. I want to jump back into it, but I don't think. Yeah. I like, I mean, what I'm doing myself, it's, you know, I, I personally don't think um, NFTs, at least in the short term, are going to be where the money is. Uh, I have uh, most of my, you know, most of my, you know, my, my gunpowder is in Ethereum, Bitcoin and USDC. Mm -hmm. And I'm just I'm waiting. I'm just waiting. Um, and, and it worked out. It worked out well. Um, you know, it worked out well for NFTs. I did the same thing during the DeFi run. Um, and it worked well uh, very recently in um, the meme coin uh, mm -hmm. season we had back in whatever oh, it was, yeah. April or whatever it was. Um, May. It was May. It was May. First week of May. It was great because um, Cinco de Mayo was like the peak of <laughs> meme coin season. It was confusing season. for me. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Like, but the, this is. If you have your ear, you know, if you're plugged in, like you're, you're a guy that's plugged mm -hmm. in, you, mm -hmm. you know, you, you got, you know, people, you know, what's happening. I have you know tweet I mean? notifications on for a lot of accounts. Yeah, man, I do. So you just need to stay plugged in. You keep your money ready. And when it's time to, you know, when it's time to spend it, it's time to spend it. You'll know. Uh, I had, I, I definitely like with, you know, most recently with meme coin season, I didn't get in and with Pepe, but I made you know, uh, uh, I made money, uh, on all the other, uh, because of what Pepe was doing, mm -hmm. I knew that there was going to be some spillover. There was going to be other meme coins, which turned into meme coin season. And, and I was right. There was, you know, a dozen, maybe 20 coins that like 20, <laughs> 30, 50 X. And as long as you were participating in some of them, like, I, I mean, I like, you know, I, I took, I remember fooling around with maybe uh, the first one was like maybe like two ETH and within two days it was 17 ETH. Like, I mean, it was, it was nuts. It was, it was, it was nuts. Um, so those are the types of things I'm looking for. I'm not seeing it yet with, you know, anything specifically. It could be NFT based. Mm -hmm. It could be cryptocurrency based. It could be something completely different. I don't know, but I, I would say right now is a time just to wait and see. Let's keep our ear to the ground and wait for the next opportunity. Because there'll be there'll be opportunities. It's fact. There will be opportunities. Okay. We just gotta wait. Okay. Because well, I was I'll... worried. I, I was worried in twenty in in March of twenty eighteen that I would never make money ever again. 
and things happen. You can make, you will have opportunities to make money again like in this, that. in this. Space. I like that because LG actually crushed my kind of spirit. When we were going to NFT NYC last year, it was like my first big event. We were on mm-hmm. the plane and he was sitting beside me, like recording shit and like editing shit and all sorts of stuff like that. And he looks at me and he, and he straight up tells me, he's like, this is the end of NFTs. Like this is the series. He didn't say season. He said, this is the series finale, NFT NYC that year. He's like, this is it. I'm like, the hell are you talking about, man? I mean, we're coming back next year. It's going to be great, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, no, this is the series finale. <laughs> we don't know when it's going to come back or if it will ever come back. But for now, this is the end of season one. There's no signs of a season two. Mm-hmm. And this is it. And then I go around like on a four or five day you know, bender in NFT yeah. NYC. Every party is just popping. I'm meeting all these new people. The goblins are driving trucks around town, like crashing into like <laughs> freaking fire hydrants. The goblin food trucks? Dude, we left Ape Fest that one night and there was a goblin truck. It was actual goblin people inside serving <laughs> goblin burgers. Yeah. And when you'd see them drive off, like we saw them around town, they were like swerving all over the place. Like they were playing the role even when driving. Like they That's were amazing. like going, yeah, it was nuts. But you know, I left there like one of the greatest experiences of my life just because of the people I met and the events I went to and, and the excitement. And he continued to remind me that that was it. It's over, dude. So now this year when NFT NYC came up, I was like, man, we're not even going to this thing. I don't think anybody we know is. I don't know of any parties there. Like, it's incredible how accurate he was in the sense that, you know, you're right. We think it's the end. But he called it the series finale, and the the series could come back at some point. So no, I, mean, I, I would, right? you know, what's your what's your favorite show? Do you have a, watch, you have a favorite? I watch show? reality shows, man. I watch oh so God. much reality TV. Okay, uh, okay. outside what's, of that, I do watch favorite, like the, well, what's the big your favorite reality show? show? What's your re- favorite reality show? We can't get into that, man. I'm going to take <laughs> too much flack for that if I tell you what my favorite reality shows. I have to say, one of my guiltiest pleasures ever yeah. is all the housewife shows. Okay, I love those shows. The drama on there for me fights. Yeah. You know, drama of <laughs> cheating and all that. That's my. Were you a Jersey favorite. Shore fan? Biggest Jersey okay, Shore okay, fan on okay. the entire planet, man. So, do you yes. remember how you felt on on the series finale of Jersey Shore? You're like, I'm but never which one? Having... It's still going right now. Oh, okay, man. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not playing. My point. So, say, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use shows that I know. Okay. Um, no, no, you're right though. There was a moment where they were like, "That's it." They said goodbye it. to the house forever, and my dreams were crushed because I was like the biggest GTL guy when I lived in the states for a couple of years. I was like, man, I was living by that kind of thing right? Tor- like toronto was- toronto guys and new jersey guys there's a very they really do get there's a similarity there <laughs> yeah. uh yeah <laughs> yeah give me a better example like what i so, I, I, know, so, I, mean, I know what you're getting to like so say when the sopranos ended okay oh yes okay Everybody, i'll Deadly. never have another show like that and, <laughs> you know it was so good and then you know you, you you're you're maybe maybe you're feeling you know like you'll never be that happy again watching television and then Breaking Bad comes out. Yes, I love. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And then, and then that ends. But there's always something else. So, it, yes, it might be the series finale for NFTs, but Breaking Bad is just around the corner. That's that, so uh, good. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 there are opportunities. There'll be new yeah. shows to watch, um, and it could be, you know, it could be NFT based. Like, the the money was made, like because I, I do think Top Shot was a separate thing. Mm-hmm. So. Top Shot had its own separate bubble, mm-hmm. and it was yep. before the NFT bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I, it's Top Shot, it's Zed Run. There was some early, there was some early NFT based, you know, money making games that you could play. You know what I mean? And then it was, Zed I think run. that then it was then it was yeah remember that right? i haven't heard that in forever i actually had some horses people gifted me in that wallet absolutely locked up i was a big zed run guy um yeah. but i remember doing that and top shot right around the same time but then it was the pfp mm. um bubble which was mm-hmm. bigger and there was a lot of money to be made but i i, I do think so it could still be nft based but it just won't be PFP based. You know what I mean? I uh, so I, I think that there, there'll be some money to be made. Like, I mean, we were talking about Jack Butcher earlier. I mean, you could have made money on checks. Mm-hmm. I think it was March of this year. I mean, that's not that long ago. Yeah. No, that's and, recent. And you yeah. could make a lot of money in NFTs. Uh, so it's just a matter of, I mean, I, I don't know what these Opepins are selling for now, the ones that you bought no. for $2, <laughs> but maybe they're selling for, Twenty dollars, you know what I mean? But they're still being minted, aren't they? Like, I don't, it's an, I don't I know. I think it's an open mint, man. I do. I, I don't know. Ugh, I don't really know. That's so rough. That's rough. It's, it's again just for the culture, is what people say. Yeah. That's, so that's, that's fun. But I, I do think there there'll be something NFT based that you'll make money on. Um, I do think that something cryptocurrency based, like another meme coin season, but not meme coins, but something similar to that, I think would be before an NFT one. I don't think those will ever die. Like people love oh, that shit. Like so today, good. today in the cafeteria at work, which I rarely go down there and eat, but I need to get a sandwich. I where are you? Uh, did you have you have you ever told anybody where you work? Because I you've mentioned um, cafeteria twice, and I'm like, okay, what, so what work? I work at a. I, mean, I don't really tell the random public where I work, but the close people to me know. I work at a major car manufacturer, uh, luxury okay. brand, automotive head office. Okay. okay? Um, in the GTA area. What kind of cafeteria we, are we talking about? I'm, I'm more curious about the cafeteria. We're like, talking like cafeteria we, where we, on we, Wednesdays is always fish and chips. What? On Thursdays is make your own pasta. On Fridays is barbecue day. On Ooh. Tuesdays is usually random. And on Mondays is like burrito days. Okay. Things like that. There's also a salad bar and a sandwich bar that resembles a subway location uh-huh. okay. where you can make your own sandwiches. So today I saw a huge lineup to pay. Paying is the simplest thing. You you show what you got, you pay, you're out of there. There's never a lineup. Is there There's a deal? A giant... Like what are we paying on yeah. average? So it well, listen, it's subsidized. Okay. Okay. Um a, a massive plate of fish and chips with the yeah. fries, the salad, two or three that pieces of you, fish and chips. Cost you 20, 30 bucks at a restaurant. Cost you 20, 30 bucks at one of those, I forgot what those fish and chips places are called here, but yeah. Um we pay, and this is a new price. It went up two bucks over the years, okay. over the last couple of years. We pay five seventy five. Oh, okay. So people used to take it home because a deal like Why that, they'll you? get like four or five orders, take it to the whole family, feed the whole family. Absolutely. But now they got rid of takeout containers because of all these rules in Canada and in the provinces. You can't have plastics. You can't have nothing. So right. it, for anyone who wants to take them home, they literally have to bring their own Tupperware now right. and like dump the stuff in there. Okay. it's a shit this show this is very right? interesting that's brutal good. anyways what's so the best day what's the best day by the way i listen make your own pasta is the best day ever since the university college days for me at york i used to go there and have the pasta all the time and like die um but the problem is is if you're planning on working the afternoon and you have the pasta yeah forget about it dude you're yeah. literally falling asleep burping garlic all sorts mm-hmm. of shit like that and you're not working the rest of the day but my son used to be used to call. I used to call him and be like, "Dude, do you want like a?" Because he's training for hockey and things like that. 
I used to be like, do you want some pasta? He'd be like, yeah, yeah. Give me the meatballs of this, the mushrooms, the, you know, everything, the works. Mm -hmm. And I'd bring them in these huge containers and bring them a ton of it home. He'd devour it. He'd keep it for the next day, whatever. That's not possible anymore. Okay. I'm not bringing Tupperwares and flipping from plates to all sorts of shit. But <laughs> so, yeah. So the best day has to be pasta day. Fish and chips are close second. People actually okay. plan their days in the office based around what's being served. And HR decided to flip the menu around so that people don't do that. They're like made it random now that you don't know until the morning you come in what it's going to be. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So people came on a Wednesday. They're like, yeah, fish and chips. And then they were like, yeah, it's like random sandwich day. And I was like, freaking pitchforks came out, man. <laughs> I came all the way here from Mississauga and your own, you know, no fish and chips. Um, but today the, 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 they have a new banking system for when you pay okay. and it didn't work. Okay. It was declining people's cards. It was just people, like a new machine. It's a, it was a new system, not a new machine. Oh, okay. So I, I heard someone upstairs, someone upstairs called their bank and be like arguing with them that they have money and they can't use their card. I was like, well, that's kind of weird. Right. Maybe this person doesn't usually have money. And like, you know, they thought they got declined. So I went sure. down there and I saw the chaos. So I started screaming like, hey, can we use like, you know, Bitcoin or Dogecoin? And dude, the looks I got, man, people are like, what are you talking about? Like, still, people have no clue what the hell that is. <laughs> oh, like you they know? didn't know. They were, no, I thought they were, man, I thought they were giving no you, like, clue, dude, like, I thought they were giving you the stink eye. And the guy was laughing about Bitcoin. But when I said Dogecoin, he's like, uh, what, what? Like, huh? You know, like, no fucking. No, that's amazing. So it, it didn't land with anybody. So that's early. Cool. We're so, still so early. Yeah, we're so early for that stuff, right? Like the, the majority of people have no clue what any of that's about. When I tell them we do a podcast and stuff, because you know, I have I have managers and execs that creep on my LinkedIn and stuff. Mm -hmm. And everywhere I am, I put a link to our YouTube. I don't care, right? I, um, I did almost get myself in trouble though, not too long ago when I was when I was returning a work car and I was discussing. Um, a possible nail in my tire and what I was going to do with it. <laughs> and then I had a huge exec tell me, Hey, I just discovered you have a podcast. So I was like, yeah. you know what, LG, I think you may need to edit something out for the first time ever. <laughs> like, if this guy watches the whole show, I'm screwed. Mm -hmm. man. No, right? I, I do the same. Like I never tell anybody from my work. Yeah. Yeah. It's anything tough, about it's, it's out there. That's the thing. If you, if, if anyone were to look me up on social media, it's it's because you're using your real name. You gotta, you gotta need it. You need a That's cool right. alias like me. Well, the okay. real Phil D actually came from an intern at my company who had gone to Cornell university mm -hmm. and this kid was not able to wake up before 11. So what he did is he got an alarm on his phone that makes you walk a thousand steps before it shuts off. If you don't walk a thousand steps, a it does not turn off. Steps. Yes. That was the only way he was able to wake up before 11 every day and come to work. So, holy <laughs> cow. That is a lot. So he's like, dude, he's like, when I hear that thing, I got to go for like a sprint around like the entire neighborhood. Right? That's a, <laughs> it's like a kilometer. Yeah. So, this kid, he's like, dude, you need to get rid of this Phil Doucette business with your 200 followers on Twitter and you need to change your name to the real Phil D. He's like, that's some good stuff. And I'm looking, I'm like, dude, you're an intern. What the hell do you know? So I listened to him and, and here we are, whatever there it is. There. So That's awesome. um, yeah, long story short, work meals are great. I try and avoid them just because it's tough, man. Like I, I find it very tough to eat a big meal and continue working in the afternoon. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't want to drink, like I, my boss crushes Red Bulls all day and goes for huge meals, just Red Bull after Red Bull after Red oh. Bull. I don't want to do that crap. And, uh, but I just found it funny because look, the bank system was down today or that system was down. And had I been able to use my crypto or anything else, it would have been a simple two second, uh, swipe of whatever to, yep. to make that happen. 
because the banks are not working and I would have been able to just get out of there. Instead, it caused mass chaos where there was a huge lineup of people when nobody could pay. They had to break out the black book of like the thieves at work that like leave without paying ever. There's a black book like that, that that they take notes of. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, you got people who think they can do whatever they want. Like they'll pour a soup and like walk off. Oh, shit. I didn't know I had to pay for that. Right. And um, <laughs> HR has actually told the cafeteria people, you can't say anything. You know, these new policies now is if you try and stop somebody who's stealing something at Walmart and you're an employee, you're getting fired. For We've real? seen this everywhere. Oh, yeah. You know, these pharmacies like Walgreens that are getting robbed. If yeah, any yeah. employee steps in front of the person robbing the entire place and tries to stop them, they're the ones getting fired. This is the new thing now. You're not supposed to like get in the way of people doing bad things. Let the authorities handle it. So HR has kind of told the cafeteria people, hey, don't say anything. All right, we'll we'll keep an eye on things like that. So, so of course you got your thieves. There's a black book where these people's names go into it, just so that the cafeteria lady doesn't lose her mind. And they had to pull the book out today and be like, "Okay, write your name, your department, and what you bought, and you're gonna have to pay for it like tomorrow." But had you had access to your cryptocurrency, which is right. seen as such a bad thing, you would have been able to just swipe, I guess, your QR code or whatever the hell it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And been gone in two seconds without mm-hmm. the bank having their stupid malfunctions. It would have been game Absolutely. over. You know? So uh, for me, that's my vision of where we're going with this maybe eventually. Um, but even with my bank, man, whenever I'm discussing like transactions sometimes and they're like, what is that from? I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm allowed to say. <laughs> like, yeah. I with, what are all these e-transfers coming from some like Newton <laughs> wallet? I'm like, uh, <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> I do. Yeah. They're like, what podcast? <laughs> You're asking too many questions. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, maybe you need a business account. I'm like, no, I'm not like actually selling stuff. So no, I don't need that. But you know, um, but yeah, it's 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 not really mainstream like that. Um, Chamber, we went like kind of way over time, dude. I knew we would. We could probably talk for hours, but you already did a show today. I got stuff to get to. I want to throw a couple things at you before we wrap up. Sure. Okay? We got a lot of feedback about the show last week, mm-hmm. but I picked one of my favorite comments, and I'm gonna get to that in a sec. But I do want to give a breaking news update that I got in my DMs right before we started recording today. Um, Because last week we talked about LeBron James. Can I play the music? He's been silent for longer than he's ever been in the Mm offseason. Sure enough, between last show and this show, LeBron came out with this whole thing that he's changing numbers. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's still dominating headlines. Like there's nothing else to talk about right now. Baseball was off for like almost a week with the All Star game. You know, we're not at the British Open yet. The Tour de France, nobody gives a shit about except me. Um, things like that. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. There's nothing to talk about. So LeBron, obviously me being the opportunist that he is, <laughs> yeah. saw this opportunity to like drop that massive bomb that, hey, I'm done with six. You know, props to MJ, dude, but like I'm taking that number back. I'm going back to 23. So you um, know why, right? Do you know why? Well, because the whole Bill Russell thing. Yeah, is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the, the league gave him one year to honor Bill Russell, I guess. I didn't know he needed an, accept, an exemption. I think. Is what it is? Yeah, I think last year, like they announced it, like basically the players have like very shortly after like the draft Mm. to like change the number if they want to. Okay. Like once we get into like August, like you can't do it. So I think the Bill Russell stuff happened too close because I'm sure Nike's doing stuff. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, they were already uh, set for the season. There was plans for, for last season. So yeah, so this season he can go back to 23. Which I think is good because I'm sure there's a lot of kids out there that got a 23 Lakers jersey oh, like dude. a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, back in action, that. you know what I mean? Like that's good for them. Um, they've been looking like, uh, you know, if you're still wearing a 23 jersey last year, that that's not a good look. 
but now yeah. it's a now it's a great look you know so so yeah so he came out of the woodwork with that and i think this is just the beginning of his like crazy media thing but i received a dm today very confidential that seems to reveal the reason we haven't seen or heard from LeBron all off season until now. And it's still not, uh, we didn't see him. Like he didn't come out and make a press conference. Wasn't he at the ESPYs? Was he really? Oh, you're right. He yeah. was. Okay. Yeah, was but at the ESPYs, I think he was well behaved and he wasn't really going, you know, he kept it. He announced that he wasn't retiring at the ESPYs. That was the okay. big thing. He, for some reason, he thought that by kind of, leaving that doubt at the end of the season that we were all still talking about him retiring. We all know he's not going anywhere. <laughs> nobody so, nobody so that, thought he was retiring. He kind of missed the mark with that. LeBron's kind of fading in that department. But mm -hmm. I got some breaking news as to what LeBron is actually up to. And I got a very, very confidential DM, all right, asking me not to repeat this to anybody. But I said I would put it on the podcast. Okay. It says that the real reason that LeBron has been hiding is because yeah. he is getting new hair plugs. That's what I, I was told. I mean, yeah, that wouldn't shock me. Oh, I don't he's, know if that's big. He's news, got a but... system, like a, he's he's got a hair system <laughs> yeah, going yeah. on. Uh, I don't know if it's plugs, and I, I don't think it's straight plugs because sometimes I don't know if you've noticed this or not. He'll get hit, like in a game, and like a little. Oh yeah, there's like a little. Yeah. The carpet yes. moves a little bit. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? I, I've seen. And he's got to yeah. he's got to pat it down a little bit. So. No, that doesn't shock me. That that wouldn't shock me that he had to go to Turkey or something. Yeah, I don't see it as big news. I just thought it was funny. It was like in confidence that it was kind of put out there that you know here's the that big it was. News. Like, I don't think it's like crazy breaking news, but yeah, hey, he's, he's 39 years. He's gonna be 39 years old. I mean, it's gonna, I appreciate it's the message, and I'll always break breaking news on the subject of the NBA. Did you see Steph Curry playing golf this past week? I, I was gonna bring it up to you. Yes. Oh of my God, this guy, man! Like someone, someone said. I think I don't know if it was Draymond or actually it was Rob Gronkowski. He had like said four highlights, eh? Like. There was like that putt there where his the body's putt. facing the, the other putt was way. better than the putt yeah, was better was. than the hole in one. Like, <laughs> it, like the holes to his left and he's facing the other way. And it's yeah. like, what's he doing? And he's actually popping the ball up on a line. That's going to go all the way up and spin back down towards the hole. And it went in like, and he no looks these things all the time too. No, like the final the, putt to win the it all. The final putt was not. He, he no looked it, man. Walked, <laughs> off. Walked off on it. On a on a on a on a tournament winning putt, man. Like Su and, and such a selfish part of me hopes that, like honestly, he stops playing basketball early. And if he was confident enough that he could do really well and make the PGA tour and compete, that he would make a pivot. Could you imagine? PGA could you imagine, dude? You know what? Let him Bo win a couple Jack more championships. Bo Jackson of golf. And Let him basketball. win a couple more, and I guarantee you, because he's obviously been playing for a while, and he obviously has a supernatural hand-eye coordination that nobody else on this planet has to do what he's doing. Okay. Because golf, no matter what type of athlete you are, has always been one of the toughest ones Absolutely. for some of these other sport athletes to play. My daughter actually said something really funny is, or is it wasn't my son. One of them texted me when I sent them that shot because I said, I sent them all the highlights on Instagram and they were like, yeah. And he hasn't had time to play. Like he hasn't been kicked out. Right. I guess it's a hockey mentality when you're out of the playoffs, you're playing golf instead. Yes. They're like, he hasn't been out of the playoffs to even be playing golf over all right. these years. So, um, but incredible. And did you see him taking those basketball shots on, on the, the course as no, well? I didn't, there was I a, didn't. So there was one hole where there was a basketball net okay. and these girls dressed in all white would give him a ball. And I'm, I'm telling you, it was like, we're, we're talking longer than an NBA court from where he was standing to the actual basket. The first ball he took, he just pulled up and he swished it. Okay. From, from like a full court shot. Unbelievable. It, it couldn't have been that far because he actually pulled up and shot like he was shooting a three. So maybe a half quarter, three quarter. Quarter. But like a logo, he, like a logo shot. More than logo. He drained really? it, nothing but that, and just walked to the next tee, tee box. 
Then the next day he got the ball and he turned around backwards and decided to do a no look backwards shot. It's from the same place. And he launched it and it rimmed out. Like we, we could try that a hundred times and we wouldn't even come close, but the way he gauged the distance, he kind of looked back like this about five times and then he let it just rip and it, it should have gone in to be honest with you. So wow. this guy, man, this guy's unbelievable. He but still I mean, looks like he's 19 years old. He does like still look like he's 19. He does. And his so, celebration on the hole in one was the best ever. He sprinted from the tee box to the actual hole faster than any PGA golfers ever done in their ever, lives. Ever done it. And just like high-fiving the crowd and just going crazy. That's entertaining, man. This guy is something special. He really had more. Crazy. I'm telling you. He had more I think so. moments in yes. that tournament than PGA golfers <laughs> have had their entire That's career. True, man. It's true. There was, like, I'm telling you, there was for sure four classic moments man, unbelievable like it's crazy it's crazy like That's you're, crazy. I, i'm with you i hope he retires i hope so day. let him win another chance all, all at the expense of i don't like the golden state warriors and i i don't like i didn't like it when katie was there mostly but now mm -hmm. i still don't like them i hope he wins a couple more titles just so he's like all right I hope he pulls like a Barry Sanders, uh, you know, at the peak of his yeah. career, or I guess maybe that's past, but I hope he just says like, you know what? I just want another title. I'm out of here at 36 years old, 37 years old. And guess what? I'm trying to try and qualify for the PGA tour next year. And you're going to see me at the masters, you know, like shit like that would be so dope. And could you imagine it bring... what it would do to PGA ratings? Oh, oh yeah. But I mean, the, the, it, it would be that, that, that Phoenix event there, the waste management open, it would be that kind of crowd at every event. If Steph yeah. Curry was there. Um, and, and, and kids would be all over it. Right. Like he would be the next Tiger Woods if Absolutely. he had any success, like he just did the past weekend. Yeah. I, I don't mean, know Tiger, what kind of Tiger was Tiger. Tiger was Tiger. I don't yeah. know what kind of course Steph just played on. I don't know if it's a really hard course or if it's just a, I don't know if the T boxes were closer. I didn't follow any of that stuff. I just yeah, saw the shots I don't he know made. Either. I just know that the shots he made, a lot of PGA pros cannot make, uh, or have not made, sorry, they can make right. it, but they probably haven't, uh, on a public stage. So hopefully we get. I'll, to see I'll speak. I'll, I'll speak to it. some golfers to see their opinion on the on on the you know the, just the the type of course he played on and how okay. the difficulty level. And so I'll get I'll get back to you on this. So so now that Chamber Wrecked is down to his last couple of minutes on the First Mint podcast as yeah. co-host of this show, he has just promised to come back on the show. We don't know when to give us a report from Southwest Ontario golfers on what yeah. they think. It's big about, golf community down here. The big, golf big, big golf community. It's <laughs> about real what deal. They think about Steph Curry's uh, golf antics. Um, okay, so now we're officially wrapping up, Chamber. The last thing I wanted to talk to you about, and we're going to end it on this note. We had a very passionate listener send me a DM right after you listened to the episode last week. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to have to answer to this. Okay? okay. This listener said Chamber was fantastic. Okay. But when the show first started, he sounded like he had hacked a thousand cigarettes. <laughs> I was dying, man. I was absolutely dying. So I actually went back and listened to it and I can kind of see what he means. But I, like, I, it wasn't a bit the whole a, show. It was like, no. you know what? When I start shows sometimes and I haven't been <clears> warming <throat> up my voice for an yeah, hour, exactly. yeah. it, it kind of cracks and it's weird and stuff. But this person was adamant that you had been hacking cigarettes the entire time between give, shows. I'm going to give you some insight on here, okay? <laughs> so two things, two things. I I just finished recording. So my, my voice was getting a little bit, you know, it, it was getting worn out pretty well. That was also the 
the first or second day I had quit smoking. Wow, there you go. Okay, so this person was on to something. It, it was wasn't that you were wrong. hacking cigarettes. It's that you were kind of not in withdrawal, but you were on your way out, and mm-hmm. the, the leftovers were still kind of just playing themselves mm-hmm. out, is yeah. what it was. Yeah. So this person had a good Pretty dialed in. Effect. Pretty dialed in. But the person said it was only at the beginning of the show. It wasn't yeah. the rest of the show. It was right at the beginning. They they Right away, they sent the message, actually, before the <laughs> And they're like, yo, Chamber sounds like he's hacked a thousand cigarettes. Uh, hey, hey, sweetheart. <laughs> All I could think of was like Simpsons. I don't yeah. watch Simpsons, but I know that like those two old ladies. Like, well, let's let's Patty and Selma. Okay, let's get it right here. Patty and that Selma. That was insane. And this is, you know, we're always candid with this. We will always tell you what our listeners say because it's them. We don't have to give names, but it is what they they how they feel. Absolutely. And they I'm always a can, I'm a candid guy. I like to give, man. I want to give you. You're asking real questions. I want to give you real answers. I so think that was it. a pretty good answer, and it that, explains a lot. So, yeah. uh, Chamber, any final words before we end this thing? No, I just any want to final say, words. Was this like life changing stuff for you to co-host? It, re- these two it really was. It really was. Um, no, I, I had a blast. I love talking sports and Web three stuff with you guys. Uh, you know, been a big fan of you guys for a long time. I would say if you need me in the future, if Phil, if you want to take a well deserved holiday. And, and, you know, you want me to replace you more than happy to, uh, but yeah, no, I had a blast. I would, I now have somebody when, when my co-host doesn't want to do the show, I can have you on my show and we can just do a great show, but we will, you know, we will get you. We do, uh, we do three shows a week on spaces. They're put out as podcasts as, uh, as the mint condition, not, not the first mint, the mint mint condition. condition. Wow. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, I've seen that. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> come on, it's like a top five <laughs> podcast in the in the space. Uh, Whoa! Uh, all right. I'm, well, there's room for there's room for you guys in that top five. So where can we find them in condition? That's a good thing. A lot of people are like, all right, this chamber guy's pretty cool, man. Where can oh, we I, find his stuff? I would say um, you'll love if you if you like this, you'll love them in condition. Um, you can find it anywhere, wherever you wherever you find the first mint, you can find them the mint condition. Uh, Spotify, Apple, all, all, all the places, all the places where you find podcasts. Uh, but if you want to hop in live, uh, you can hop in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern on Spaces. You can follow me. You can follow the Mint Condition. You can follow the DJ Network on Twitter, and uh, you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to listen live. You can come in and participate, which is fun. I think you guys should do a Spaces eventually because it's fun. It's you get your guy, you know, you get your your community up and it's they talk, forever, they ask man. questions. It's been forever. Like it's we very, uh, forever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. Uh, I have, a, I have some tips and tricks for you guys. If you, if, if you think uh, of going that direction, uh, mm. but yeah, um, it was a blast. If you ever need me again, more than happy to help out. It was a tremendous pleasure, man. I had no idea what I was getting into. I'm glad you won that contest. I'm glad you stole it late. Joe Biden style. Uh, because I don't know that I would have the same chemistry. Dark Brandon. Over. But the, I, I had no idea where you were from. I had no idea what you were all about. I had a blast recording these with you. I think we probably could have gone on for a couple more hours. I had tons oh, yeah. of subjects could have talked about, and that's always a good sign. So thank you for actually submitting your name to do this. The last thing I will say, Chamber, is that mm-hmm. you were one of the ones that DM'd like, yo, when that contest came out, you're like, yo, I'll, I'll do it if you need somebody. And me and LG were like, man, how many of these are we going to get where the person is just like saying, screw the damn contest i'll just do it i was laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so 
hold on. It's a contest, and we're getting the DM that, hey, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, just, just let me do it. That's much just let me do it. If you need someone, I will do it. Yeah. Like, that was like the bypass and attempt. Honestly, we like, no. there's so many things we haven't got to speak about because it's um, next time, there will be a next time, we will discuss WWE, oh, WWF. We love that. All that good stuff because I want to talk that. about it a lot. Out of curiosity, I have one question, one last question for you before we wrap All up. Right. Let's do it. I want uh, I want your top uh, – give me your top three favorite wrestlers all time. Okay. So I haven't watched I, – I, I followed wrestling forever. Mm-hmm. I haven't really been into the recent stuff as much. I oh, was that's fair. That's really, fair. really into it in high school and like around that era. Yeah. So number one for me, Stone Cold Steve Austin by okay. a country mile. Okay? Really? Okay. Oh, by far. All right. Um. After that, it goes back as far as, man, back in the day, I was obsessed with, actually, I have to throw Trish Stratus in there. I was just Ooh. like in love with her for the longest time. She's That's Canadian, fair. right? From Toronto. So I was super obsessed with her. And then now I, I didn't even know he was still here until I ran that Royal Rumble contest for Top Shot Moments, which I do yeah. every year. Um, Edge. Edge was always one of my favorites. Oh, I love a good edge. Right? Like, I, I'm obviously kind of geared towards the Canadian ones. Yeah. But when it comes to just pure entertainment, for me, Stone Cold, like the days of the Zambonis and the beer trucks and beating the shit out of Vince with, like, those, the pee bucket from the yeah. hospital and things <laughs> like that. Like, dude, it doesn't get better than that. I love so it. I, I love was it. obsessed, man. I used to go to every show in Toronto. I would have the full 316, like, oh. you know, the merch you could buy back then was awesome. Like, it was, all, you know, if you didn't have that 316 shirt, you needed to get it. And um, just some good times around, so many good memories. It all started, I think, with that wrestling game in the arcades. Mm-hmm. Where you could be like, you know, uh, the, the, who, who was it? What was that cop called? Um, um, big boss man, big boss man, yeah, right, things like that. It all started with that, where you could be Undertaker, big boss man, and like fight that ring with Doink the Clown, Hulk yes. Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. Um, man, Doink some, the clown. Some, some really good memories, man. Before, That's, okay, so you know what? Give me your top three, real quick. So I'm actually top three, real we're not gonna quick. go further than that. So I'm go going, I'm going number one overall, Taker, Undertaker, okay. number one overall. I'm going Brett the Hitman Hart, number two, yeah. I like and then I'm going Macho Man Randy Savage number two. There you go. So you're retro too, then. All right, there you go. I, I, that, those are my favorites. Uh, there are some newer guys that I like, but all time Undertaker to me is the best all time. The best. I agree. Well, on that note, we're gonna end it. Chamber, thank you so much, man. It's been a true blast co-hosting with you the last couple of days. Uh, I'm glad we didn't actually can the episodes because that was an option that LG gave me when he said I'm gonna be away for two weeks. I'm like, dude, the show must go on, man. All right, we already barely post on Twitter when you're not there. Actually, I should probably post it on Twitter when he wasn't there. I didn't even think about it. Uh, and we and 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 we're, you know, things are just slowing down in general. That you know, we have to keep things going for our community because they enjoy Absolutely. listening to us. I think you fit in perfectly. You're a great fit for this. So thank you again for doing it with me. And uh, and hopefully we can run it back soon. Uh, to all the listeners, thank you so much. Wishing you a great kind of week as we head into the dog days of summer soon. If you're kind of missing mainstream sports because it's just baseball right now and things like that, the NFL is coming really, really soon. Training camps start in a couple weeks. Get excited for that. Uh, but we'll be back. LG is back next week. He confirmed with me the only reason he couldn't come on today is because he was flying back home. He is going back to his lair, to his the Grinch's lair, I call it. He will be back home. He will be on the episode with me next week. And uh, thank you again for listening. And we look forward to talking to you guys again in a week's time.
over, now welcome to First Mint. Looking for NFT content, look no further, cause this is it. From Top Shot to Blockchain, they got the data chops, analysis, and pack drops, the show's equator hot. LG and Phil D, the best amongst others. Best brothers that happen to balls is the Ball Brothers. So settle in, cause it's time for the best show. Ayo, hey, quad, who we reppin'? First.